Thank you, Coach yeah. Julie. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Let's beat him. <laughs> Let's beat him. Who are we beating? The Bruins. Because we got three Trojans up in here. Trojans! The Bruins don't have a... Uh... A song or a sign. Do they have the or... chant? What's the chant? It's like... Actually, I've definitely heard the chant ah, before. Eight, what is eight it? Eight clap? Yeah, yeah. Well, how does it go? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's like U, C, O, L, A, U, C, L, A, fight, fight, fight. That's what you get for having a sister who went to UCLA. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible song. <laughs> okay, well, Syracuse is a song. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, like when we're on the uh, stand, Lee. when we're it's auto. Yeah, Ollie's an oil rig. So if you guys don't know what Ollie is, Ollie is. There's this oil rig in my backyard. It's not in my backyard. It's in the adjacent lot of the backyard, but it's just... Very visible from your backyard as <laughs> yeah. well, right? Yeah. Any photo we take in my backyard, Ollie's probably going to be in it. Yeah, so... <laughs> Another week. This is how you guys begin. Another <clears throat> podcast. Yeah. This is how we begin. Well... I'm sure you guys hear another voice mm-hmm. in the podcast, and that Who? is not. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Where? Who? Where? Isn't it my, my echo? Ah. 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 Um, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> Shut up, dude. That's so fucking rude. I'm Hannah. Don't be Dude. <laughs> have you guys heard of what a fart is what if it never heard of a fart I heard those are smelly seems mm. like you've heard of it if you're bringing mm. it up i like just heard about it yeah mm-hmm. it's from this weird girl named gloria who apparently farts a lot <laughs> gloria farts a lot kim <laughs> gloria hi on kim mm. gloria taco kim taco kim <laughs> Gloria Savage Kim, Gloria USC Kim. Gloria on her way to get her graduate degree in product development engineering. Yeah. Are you on LinkedIn? (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yeah, our our guest today, we have um, a couple intro questions. What would you rather give up for the rest of your life? Sex or sauce? (laughs) Sex. Sauce is life. I, <laughs> what's your favorite sauce? Ooh, buffalo, hands down. Ooh, from Wait, where? Yeah, from where? Or do you make it? No, I don't make it. But I would you say the best one, Chick Fil A. Ooh, okay. Yeah, from Chick Fil A. Ch- buffalo sauce from Chick Fil A? You've never had it, so it'd be like I always get buffalo, the honey roasted barbecue Chick Fil A sauce. So it doesn't come in like the the rectangle package. It comes in like the pouch package. Oh. Uh-huh. oh. Okay. And I then, didn't know they had that sauce. Me neither. Um, ranch, and then Polynesian. Okay. Yeah. Another thing about Gloria, Gloria, sighs every, every bite of my meal. Portion it off, Kim. Mm-hmm. 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 Can you speak a little bit about how you eat your Chipotle bowl? Because I think that's one of the most fascinating <laughs> things about you. 
when did i even tell you this like probably like four or five years ago yeah right? it's been a long time i told hannah that i like to eat five ninths of my chipotle and huh? i'm the type five five parts out of nine parts so it's like exactly half is never enough you have to eat like a couple more bites to be satisfied what do you do with the rest save it for the next meal baby oh i'm sorry you just said five ninths mm-hmm. five ninths of the bowl so mm. you cut little portions of it so it's like if you're looking at the bowl in a hot dog way you cut it the short you cut distance. it across yes cut it across <laughs> uh-huh. and then you like mix it i'm not a shaker i don't like shakers you mix it little by little so mm-hmm. that everything is like proportioned off well you know make sure you have enough rice meat salsa veggies whatever and then you eat it and then when you're done with that part it's like empty and you have like a nice little wall to like crumble down and then you build another oh, wall oh i know what you're talking oh i know that crumble down mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm. i relate you like let it fall with your fork and then you're like Let's start again. Damn, if that doesn't speak Viterbi, <laughs> I don't know what Final. does. Proportions are key. Every uh, bite, why does every bite need to be lacking in something? That's my question. Ooh, she asking the good <laughs> questions from the top. Julie doesn't Julie, understand yeah, the look she's yeah. giving me right now. Because it goes all in one mouth and out another booty hole. Like, That's you poop? <laughs> revealed, revealed. Cut. Dang. Cut. Got you know what I mean. You know what I mean. But then, why not give your taste buds like a satisfactory bite every time? But I. It's not like your stomach is gonna be satisfied with the flavors. Your stomach is just or- satisfied by the content. Or you can shake that up and then no. divide it, and it's still a little bit of everything. No, no, no. Because, like, starts, I mean, stuff starts to get soggy. S S T G. Stuff starts to get soggy. Say it fast. Stuff starts to get soggy. Stuff starts to get soggy. Julie. Hannah. She can't. Oh, oh, All the demented ram for this other ram. Oh, it's looking at me up and down, looking at my. I just want to say that. I ain't trying to round no drama, little mama. I don't want to take a man. Stuff starts to get soggy. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Oh, wow. Just, you know, I was already anticipating, like, crackhead energy, but mm-hmm. this is... <laughs> Dude, this I'm is literally... Like, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going to start to break a sweat, like, five minutes later. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot to let you know that it gets kind of hot. Our apologies. Uh, yes. If you want a t-shirt. <laughs> it's okay. No, I have a t-shirt. If you want a t-shirt, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the work conditions here, guys? <laughs> Someone Please. report this. Leave us a glass star review. <laughs> oh, my God. Five stars only. Zero dollar salary. <laughs> <laughs> Work no conditions. Benefits. Horrible. Provided. Coke Zero. Yeah, they're hella benefits. Coke That's Zero, hella sparkling snacks. water, the sunflower peanut butter cups you But said. then right when I started to eat the snacks, Julie wanted to make her oh. <laughs> a cheese and cracker, bro. There's got to be the a servant. give and take, you know? I'm the servant here. Yeah. You are. You're For just today. the echo. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I feel like that's pretty good. That was pretty good. That right? was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty. Oh, normally it would have gone like introduce Gloria and Gloria does a little little what's a blurb, but um it seems like y'all know Gloria already. Yeah, yeah. As you should. 
as True. you should because this is not this is like how many times have we mentioned gloria too, too many, many to count <laughs> too many but yeah our friendship dates back quite quite early if i really had to put a number on it glory maybe we were friends um what 20 what year was that 2016 minus four or five so yeah it was 2011 mm. so 10 years oh my god we're gonna wow. be friends forever <laughs> <laughs> That's what she thinks. That's what she thinks. Yeah, so dating it back to 10 years ago, we met in algebra class. Mm-hmm. It was Beep. <laughs> it was Beep's class. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, he was interesting. Um, mm. But it brought us together. That's true. The struggle together. of the class brought us yeah, together. Yeah, and then the next math class in geometry, we were in the same class too. Mm-hmm. Brought Beep's us even closer. Class. Yeah, in Beep's class. Yeah. But Beep had an emergency cool. drink every what? day. Five emergency? hour energy every Five day. Five hour, yeah. Every Dead single ass. And he'd go to like Coachella and stuff. Day. Oh, shit. Like, roll it, teacher. Yeah. Real chill. You and know, you could so tell he was like on that because he's like kind of always bouncing. But he's like also yeah. a runner, so it kind of makes sense. But he's like kind of jittery, you know? Like, kind of like. All right, All right, guys. guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Let me turn on this uh, lemonade. Yeah, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any questions? All right. Moving on. All right, yeah. All right. Next. All right. What about you, Hannah? Seriously, seriously. What about what about us? <laughs> well, what about us? I think I was in fourth grade, and it was through our really good friend Shanae. Shanae. One of my most vivid memories of you is handbells. Wait, did you do it with us? No, oh, but what? I was I so there are these can you explain what handbells are please? Honestly, how do I explain it? It's like bells with literally a handle on it and then you like shake it in the air for it to make the noise. And then you literally have sets of like two octaves or something oh. and people get like well you can do two in a hand, but we were like young and could not do that. So you get like one in each hand and then everyone like <laughs> coordinates and we play a song. I remember observing your guys' mm. like practices, rehearsals all the time. And I was like so fascinated because I think I tried it once and I was like, oh, I can't get it to like make the sound <laughs> like you guys can because there's a certain like method. Yeah, you have to like, you have to like ding it, you know? Yeah, like you like can't just ding. like hold it up and it's going to make the sound. It's like ding it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. And so that's one of my most vivid memories of wow. you. And then with the white gloves and with the, the white, white polo. Yeah. Yes. And the tables, it was like Costco tables, you know, like beer pong tables, but it covered with like red cloth i remember the and red then there's cloth. a sponge on it so that the handbells aren't like just like mm. wow i forgot about that yeah and so that's i like, honestly forgot i did that yeah yeah and so i met you super early on and then i don't think we were really really friends mm-hmm. until you started coming to our church yeah. um Eighth back in the day grade yeah. yeah yeah and so i think that's when we all sort of like started coming to the church bringing our friends out mm-hmm. and then Look at us now. Seriously. Look at us now. Yeah. Solid group. Ajax. What do you think, uh, or who do you think Mm -hmm. you are in Ajax? Or what are you in Ajax? What is your role in Ajax? Mm -hmm. What is my role in Ajax? I mean, I feel like everyone thinks I'm the savage one. Thinks? We know. But? (laughs) I don't think I'm that savage. I think I'm just blunt. I think I'm just blunt. I think you're just funny. Like, sp- it's like blunt funny. Like, if you said something, it's like, it's okay. Because we know 
that I don't know like nobody actually gets offended right it's like you you just say it and it's like fine because Gloria said it but I feel like if somebody else were to say the same thing you said like it'd be an issue <laughs> you know what I, I mean agree. so I don't really know I don't know how to explain that but I know people understand what I'm trying to say like if a particular friend said it it's like oh yeah that's so funny that's so like savage that's so Sarcastic, you know yeah like yeah. oh my god Gloria but if somebody else said the same thing it's like that was so rude it's because you used to be a bully all right and then uh, (laughs) kidding kidding kidding, say sorry right now kidding so all right that's enough of your nonsense um we're gonna get into the episode (laughs) that's what we're gonna do sorry to cut you off you'll have your time to shine someday um today Or maybe maybe later today. Maybe later today if uh, we start losing our energy because we're using it all up in the first 15 minutes of the episode. I know, seriously. <laughs> all right, but, okay, yeah, we didn't even mention it. But if you saw the title, we're going to be talking about boundaries today. Ooh. Do they exist? Mm-hmm. Do I have them? Do we need them? And if so, why do we need them? Mm. Yes, why do we need them? And how do we establish them? Mm. Ooh. Mm, do we talk about them enough? So to get into that and just like explain, we're gonna cut that. <laughs> uh, we thought it'd be good to talk about our attachment styles. Not explains fully, but relates to the way we approach situations, right? Mm. Like a lot of things in our life. Like I mean, it's boundaries like i think boundaries are relevant when we're talking about relationships Mm -hmm, right and mm -hmm. that could be any type of relationship but also those relationships you have some type of attachment style Mm -hmm. that is yeah that is evident that is evident evident. yes yes in that that relationship yeah it's It's just there yeah Yeah. that's how you are i think yeah we just want to start off by prefacing this with we're not in any way an expert in these things, but I think that like we've all kind of developed an interest in it because it characterizes the way that we interact mm-hmm. in all of our relationships. And it kind of starts from early childhood and how um, you have grown and developed. And so, yeah, coming into adulthood, it is used to describe how we usually attach in romantic relationships, but we want to um, zoom out a little bit and view mm. it from all types of relationships. Mm. So there are four types, right? Mm-hmm. There is secure, dismissive avoidant, fearful avoidant, and anxious preoccupied. Yeah. And also, like, when we were doing a little bit of research into this, I think that people have different ways of labeling it. So this is just specifically how we've chosen to take the test (laughs) yeah 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 like Like, right we i mean we mentioned this kind of a while back but all these assessments are self-assessments like you're answering it about yourself but even then sometimes if you're too like like sometimes i feel like like i criticize myself too much and so like i'm i'm not giving myself the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. and the i mean the answers are like yes or no so it's like there's no middle there's no middle and can you really put a percentage on all this stuff so just taking it with a grain of salt right mm, just just always, learning always. the vocabulary and how to express how we feel is more so why i like taking these things yeah so with that being said right my attachment style was actually for the most part secure um and then so that was like over 50 percent. and then the next highest one was actually dismissive avoidant 
Ooh, okay. And the other two just being very, very low. Mm. And that was really interesting for me because quick, quick description of what dismissive avoidant is. You know, they're quick to repress, diminish emotions, need to own space and time alone, easily wounded by criticism, which mm, I don't know about that, but um, often slow to warm back up. Ooh, okay. And like, I wouldn't say like Julie is mm-hmm. and then what I just read, <laughs> but definitely more that than fearful avoidant and anxious preoccupied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Do you, Do you see these qualities mostly when you're, you know, like dating or in a relationship or like in all aspects of your life the more i think about it Mm -hmm. i do think my like just the way i am right how Mm -hmm. people perceive me to be oh like she seems so like confident and blah blah blah. like i know there are people who are a lot more confident than me and whatnot Mm -hmm. but i feel like i mentioned this before like i purposely i'm dismissive i purposely Mm -hmm. avoid or don't put myself in situations right dismissive avoidant I make sure I don't come across that situation where I'll need to be feeling anything but secure and happy. Mm. Oh, interesting. Damn, yeah. Yeah. And for me, I am also secure, but I think my other three percentages weren't as low as Julie's. So my second attachment style was fearful avoidant and then anxious preoccupied and dismissive avoidant came in third and fourth and they were equal actually in percentages so a little bit about a fearful avoidance it's it's like a fear of being truly vulnerable um oftentimes like experiencing guilt and i think that the one that really hit home was i'm great at expressing empathy for others but not for myself Mm -hmm. and so it's that i like you know, I hold myself to such a high standard and I don't really allow myself the room to like make mistakes and not be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I've really seen that like play out, I guess, like recently or I've become like really aware of it recently. And so I'm trying to like break that habit of like, oh, I can't do something until everything's planned and rather just like putting a project out and then making little tweaks along the way. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, that empathy part. I can't really relate. Mm. And it's just so crazy to me because I don't know. I don't know why this is the way I think. But for me, it was always like I can't help others unless I am stable. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For me, I think it was just more like, well, why do I feel like I'm worthy of giving that if I I don't even have myself figured out? Mm. I think that's why over the years I found I, I feel like I'm not as empathetic as I could be or as I want to be. It's just not as natural. I would say, compared to you, mm. to be empathetic. Right, right. Not saying that I have zero empathy. Hopefully, I, I have more than zero. But right, it but doesn't come as yeah as easily and smoothly. It's not my like natural reaction. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think one of the phrases that I heard very often growing up was, be selfless, be selfless, be selfless. Mm. And so I think that really speaks mm. to this is like, I didn't realize, like, if my cup is empty, I can't give to others. Yeah. Mm. So it was, like, all the time, like, catering to other people's needs. And I think that was, like, the avoidance, like, playing into it was, like, I would avoid my own emotions and needs because I was so busy worrying about other people. Oh. So be selfless. That's, yeah, I think that's where a lot of that stems from. Yeah. Balance. Mm -hmm. That's true. Similarly to Hannah. I think I am more <laughs> fearful avoidant. I got 30% anxious preoccupied and then which was my first, so it's like 
a lot lower than like Julie's 54%. And then my second was 26% with fearful avoidant. But I think I definitely have struggled with being vulnerable. Um, Not necessarily with friends, although it does take me a little bit, like I can get there, but like definitely in relationships, like it takes a little while to, you know, break that wall. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) An onion, an onion. Um, And then I agree. Like, I feel like I never, and I still feel like I struggle with that. Like the, Mm. the aspect of like taking care of yourself, like what does that really mean? Mm. Um, Because, and I feel like this goes with like religion too. Like, you know, Christians are always like taught to like love other people, love your neighbors, love Mm. your mother and father, like respect them. Um, So I never, it never really comes across like, oh, take care of your take care of yourself like mm. at some point you're gonna experience burnout and mm. that wouldn't be helpful yeah. for anybody yeah know? like not even just for yourself but like if you're burnt out then that could reflect on other people around you dang yeah that's very true that's very very true because oftentimes like i don't think it's super uncommon to see like people at the church taking care of the, the church before their own families mm. and so i think like there needs to be at least in my opinion a little bit more emphasis in like take care of yourself take care of your immediate circle and then like once you're able to once you have the capacity to branch out like i think that's like an appropriate time yeah so i agree yeah Yeah. and i think especially like korean american church communities like they're so like access service based so it's like mm. you see a lot of people in the church like volunteering to like cook food on Sunday or like host, you know, gatherings at their house. Mm. But it's like I have no idea like what's going on in their, you know, real life or something. Mm. And and I think like growing up, like my parents have always been like the very like servant type too. Mm. So it's like they'll they'll be really willing to like sacrifice like a lot of drive like driving like hours of driving or like my mom's super into sewing so like if she sees that someone needs something she'll just like immediately offer to like i don't know make like i don't know like couch cushions or something if she feels like that's a need of someone's and then she'll just like stay up and then you know have it ready by the next time that she sees that person oh yeah yeah it's like always like giving 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 yeah sometimes you gotta give to yourself <laughs> yeah that's interesting mm. yeah and i was um yeah 54 percent mm-hmm. secure we get it you're secure <laughs> i think that was my lowest one so with that being said we wanted to kind of look over how like our friendship functions because i think that like us are pretty close um like we do church together we've known each other for a really long time um fight on because mm-hmm. you know Trojans. Fight on. Yay. but i think we wanted to kind of see how like the attachment styles influence the way that we interact with each other and like value mm-hmm. each other yeah yeah I, I mentioned this term before but big powerful meteorite a meteorite you're right <laughs> um and like you know hannah you and i have shared a bit about what that dynamic is briefly like right mm-hmm. i don't want to expose our entire group of friends to the world but uh gloria like do you uh, what are your thoughts just about like the way we all communicate can you feel that we are a big powerful meteorite oh definitely <laughs> um we can definitely come across as strong i would say to strong. other people um yeah definitely what julie said like you're not just going to get like one monotonous monotonous 
Monotonous. Monotonous? <laughs> monotonous? You're not going to get a monotonous answer. Answer. <laughs> answer. Yeah, monotonous <laughs> answer. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I think everyone, you know, it makes sense because like everyone has gone through so many different kinds of experiences. Like, yeah. even if we grew up in the same town, we're like all the same age, you know, all Korean American, everyone has gone through such different things. So I think it's, I think it's nice, you know, because it's like, I'm not coming to you and telling you eight people my problems so that I can hear one answer, you know? Like, it's mm. nice to hear this, like, like wide range mm. and know and kind of trust that you guys will give me different questions to think about so that I can kind of delve into, like, my feelings um, in more depth, you know? Like, in different angles that I wouldn't have thought about. Because especially, like, if there's a problem, like, you're probably thinking of one answer or just like thinking it very narrow-minded in that moment like especially mm. in like heated situations mm. um but they're kind of like the people who will like calm you down and like try to get you to think logically which i really appreciate yeah yeah it's a very optimistic way of viewing it yeah yeah of course like i think from the most not not the most shallow things but in the small things of like hairstyle decisions to which palette <laughs> should i buy to more bigger life decisions like how to deal with a coworker mm. or right like all those types of things we we really do share a lot but i was thinking about just the way i communicate with the girls and it's mm-hmm. funny because then the enneagram came to my mind and how I don't think I put anybody on a pedestal necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think I do really care that I am presented in a nice like mm, like packaged like, way packaged box, mm. which is something I'm working on to like not be so much like that. Mm-hmm. But because of that, and I think it's just like how much I place value in our group of friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's opinions matters to me so much that sometimes I don't want to hear the opinion because mm. I don't want to hear the truth mm. or like because oh. I know the truth is going to hurt yeah for sure and i think like i think like there is like a one percent danger you know like (laughs) if i share something then am i just sharing it because i know that they're gonna give me x answer Mm. and like that's gonna make me feel better you know what i mean so Mm. it's like right there's like definitely a like a some sort of caution that i also put when i'm like sharing things yeah and it's funny because i was then thinking right as i said that Mm -hmm. dismissive avoid it like, I'd rather not ask the question. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why I'd just rather not ask the question. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I Yeah. I can see that. I can actually see that. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, like, I think more than anything, if I am, like, talking about a problem with, like, my girls and either I just need to, like, be heard or I need advice or whatever, like, my needs are. I think it like is scary to me talking about it because it makes it real. Like a lot of times mm. like it's like admitting something. Yes. Um and so that's why I think I'm like more hesitant. And maybe it's like just like the fear of like oh shit, like maybe this is how I'm feeling and like having to accept that um like oh maybe I don't want to be feeling this, but this is what I'm feeling. Mm. So mm. um I think my um my attachment style comes into play here as well. Yeah. And I think like I've been doing a lot of uh, self-discovery and like I just like love self-help and psychology and all of that stuff. And one of the things like my therapist uh, expressed to me was like how to create boundaries and ask for our needs. Mm -hmm. So this originally came up because I found that I was giving a lot of like unsolicited advice to our friends and 
yeah, of course, I'm trying to help, but I don't think that's necessarily what they needed in the moment. Like, rather than being like, oh, oh, like, that's, like, rather than being like, problem solver yeah yeah yeah. like i need to solve your problem for you like Mm -hmm. i want to help i think sometimes you need to allow them the space to just be like hey i'm here for you and like hold space for them rather than immediately jumping to oh this is what i would you know would want to need like sometimes you just need to sit with your emotions and so um when i think of boundaries i think of how like though my friends and their issues like I care a lot, a lot, a lot. I can't like take them on mm. for myself. Yeah. So I think that's been like a really, really big learning lesson mm-hmm. and something that I've struggled with. Yeah. And I think for me too, because I'm such a problem solver and that's something I kind of like realized about myself. I'd say maybe this year. I know this year has only been a month, but the like I don't know. I'm really thinking about it. And I really think I'm just always like problem solution, problem solution. Like what's the solution? Like, I think the reason I'm dismissive is because for me, I know that person is going to get to the answer. So let's say you were in a situation, Gloria, like I know you're going to get there, mm-hmm. but just naturally in everything that I do, I'm so 200 miles per hour, right? Mm. So for me, it's <laughs> yeah. like, accurate, you know, yeah. so it's like, I know you're going to get the answer, but probably like maybe some, I'm not saying for everything, but you're probably going to realize that or come to that conclusion a little, a little later than I want you to. Mm. But just because I am kind of, as it mentioned, diminish emotions, which I don't really think I do that actually. I think I'm just very quick to like process that emotion, feel that emotion, express that emotion, get over it. Mm, I don't think I like suppress it or by any means ignore it, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just a more quick emotional cycle experiencer. Mm. So I think that's why I end up also being dismissive, avoidant of just like staying quiet you know and and not really empathizing in a vocal way mm-hmm. because i know you're gonna get there it's just probably a little slower than i want you to because i'm i'm 200 miles per hour mm-hmm. and i'm very problem solution problem solution yeah because i know you guys have noticed that when our group has kind of bigger discussions and whatnot mm-hmm. so like I mean, all nine of us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All different opinions one problem uh-huh. right i know you guys have kind of noticed obviously the most talkative person in the group is not you <laughs> yeah I, for once I, yeah i end up being kind of more the let's be the fly on the wall mm-hmm. and for me it's just truly taking in everybody's opinions because i i am very open-minded i like to i do want to know what everyone thinks and it's so interesting right that still amazes me that all nine of us have different opinions yeah but gloria you you're not really i feel like you always like bring an interesting perspective you're not trying to like solve anything but mm-hmm. you and i think hannah you too yeah always offer that because i think sometimes it's it's easy to if you want to like console someone Mm -hmm. it's easy to say what they want to hear and try to make them feel better so i feel like i mean for me like i would really want my friends to bring a different perspective and it might not be the best thing that you want to hear in the moment but Mm. like to get to that solution that you're talking about julie like if it's gonna help me get there faster then i would appreciate that right so i think definitely like our friend group kind of i think more so like earlier on than now but kind of naturally gave unsolicited advice (laughs) right yeah um so i feel like it was like i'm gonna say my problem and then all these eight people are gonna give their response (laughs) um so i think that 
sometimes is not the most productive i would say so i kind of understand when you're kind of like a fly on the wall so like when i get into an argument with john who's my boyfriend um, hey john <laughs> thanks for the review to john in plano texas <laughs> Maybe sometimes I'm not going to automatically go to my friend's group chat if we get into an argument, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's not going to be my, like, instinct move, right? Mm -hmm. Because I kind of realize, like, okay, like, maybe I should process this or at least try to process it first, you know, before, you know, presenting my case to eight other people. Right, right. Um, And so I don't really want to speak out of anger because it's not like... It's not like eight of you guys live with me and John and experience all aspects and all types of moments of my relationship, right? Right. So if I'm just here coming coming at you guys with like a big problem and it could potentially make him look bad, like I'm going to kind of think about like, oh, is this like the right timing or like should I say later on if it comes up or something? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I don't want to give them like a bad impression. you guys a bad impression yeah and i think that's something like that can be kind of common is naturally our girlfriends like we're gonna go to them to like rant about you know boy issues or whatever Mm -hmm. it is but when you're only talking about the bad things and no good things you're not able to get the full picture like you were talking about and so i think that's something like i've learned too is like yeah i'm gonna share like if there are ever issues but i also want to share when like you know there are like sweet moments or like you know a time when i feel really appreciative or cared for and so i think it's i think it's just like that balance Mm -hmm. you know of being like oh hey um here's the issue and also telling people about like oh it got solved Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. i think oftentimes we forget to like update them and be like oh actually everything's okay now yeah like we're good we're good and so yeah no i i definitely feel you and i think our group has matured a lot like i think i really ppp ppp the ppp another acronym through puberty praise and party Uh uh-huh so so what is our our i feel like it should be a pppp what's the fourth p now all right the fourth one is through what is it? Okay, I feel like eventually, eventually it will be parenting. Oh. Eventually. Like, that will be the fifth one. But for the fourth one, through... Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, we'll come, up, we'll come up with it later. But I think that our group has matured so, so much in that we have learned to ask each other for our needs. Like, yes. rather than automatically telling people advice or like what we think oh that's bad oh that's a huge no Mm -hmm. you know yeah and like honestly i i feel like it used to be that like sometimes sometimes the situation wouldn't even be that bad but because one person responded like oh that's like so bad it would like ignite this fire of negativity yes 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 domino effect for sure yeah yeah and also sometimes like if i came to you guys I would almost feel attacked. Like, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. I just want you to listen. And so I think, yeah, we've done a really good job of being like, oh, hey, um, I don't want any advice, but like, can you guys just like listen real quick? I just want to rant. And then also like even asking like, oh, do you have like the capacity right now to listen to me rant? Because I also want to be aware of their boundaries and like make sure I am making sure that they're good before they are giving to me yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is like so random, but when um, Gloria, you first met John, mm-hmm. how did you describe the group to John? How'd you like get, <laughs> how'd you prep? Because that's, you know, we hadn't made that term. Big meteorite, big mm-hmm. giant, what is it? Giant meteorite, powerful meteorite. Powerful, I think it's powerful. <laughs> how did I describe John to you guys? No, how did you describe us to John? Like, oh, oh okay, like you're going to meet all the girls. I for said the first we're loud. Time. We're loud. Mm. I accidentally said that we were, um, well, not accidentally. Nobody is like a beta. I was like, oh, yeah, we're all alpha. Oh, I remember you used to say that. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we're all alpha. And then I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have phrased it like that. That's very strong term. <laughs> and then I said, oh, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. Because uh, it's relative. It's relative to who yeah. you're comparing it to. Because yeah. I think in our group, <laughs> if you are too quiet or you don't have a strong enough opinion, you uh, will get just sucked in yeah, to, to like, this vortex. <laughs> the, that yes. is so true. I was going to say the black hole. <laughs> yeah, uh, Exactly. So, I mean, that being said, I think that like one of my... I don't know. I don't want to say like hesitations, but like it's something I need to think through is like how I introduce my boyfriend to you guys, to the group of eight other girls, because like I said, we're all loud, very opinionated. And it used to be like when we were growing up in middle school and whatnot, like you, like the the guy would get a lecture from all of us like you break her heart we break we break your face yeah. yeah yeah and so now it's about introducing our powerful meteorite in small, small meteorite yeah it's like a baby meteorite yes yes yeah. exactly so yeah, yeah i think that's something that i am trying to figure out for my own relationship yeah yeah i don't think i figured it out yet the more i think about it Right, I value especially our group of friends so much. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really thinking about it. Just 2021, the year of the ox. Like, I was just thinking about it. Like, wow, like, just everything's IX. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have other friends too. Mm-hmm. I have other friends too, you guys. Don't, yeah, I have other friends too. But, <laughs> She's popular, okay? She but, didn't peak in middle school. <laughs> but when I really think about, like, if I were to be in the lowest of my lows, uh, who do I want to rely on, right? Mm-hmm. It would be friends, family, and my boyfriend, like those three, right? So I think for me, mm-hmm. the boundary is more like, when do I feel most comfortable? Actually, I guess that is boundary. Um, but you know, like, uh, because because friends, family, and boyfriend, you know, all matter so much to me. Right. You know, I have experienced when two of the three clash a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's so stressful. And you guys know me. I don't like being in stressful situations. Yep. That's another very dismissive avoidant thing about me. Like with stress, I will honestly, like if we were hanging out and I really want to hang out, but I knew it was going to stress me out because I had maybe like a homework assignment and some other, um, some other priority. Right. I would just, I, w- I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to attend yeah. because I just hate being in stressful situations. But so for me, the boundary would be like, when would I feel most confident in all three areas that I know I could integrate them? And they can harmoniously be together, which is also very hard because I I don't know if you guys knew, but harmony, being the peacemaker for the Enneagram was my lowest, which I don't think that exactly equates. You know what I mean? Like I am still a little bit of peacemaker. It was like 40 something percent. But, you know, compared to my like 98, 97 percent types, um, that's I wouldn't really use that word to describe myself. Mm. And when I also mentioned just feeling confident and comfortable in all three a flaw about me is i like to uh 
I mentioned this. I think this is like the second week in a row. I like to, what was the, what was the um, saying? Bite more than I could chew. Bite off. Uh, yes. I, bite, I bite off more than I can chew. Mm-hmm. And so there, there are not enough hours in the day to give my family attention, specifically mm-hmm. like, like my dad and my sister. Like my mom's really independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, my boyfriend and then work. Like work is like eight hours. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to make that eight hours I'm trying to use it as efficiently as I can. Right. But I've noticed like lately too, like my dad, I I could tell that he wants more. Yeah. 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 Just like, you know, with me going to work and then spending my other hours like doing prukogi or being Mm -hmm. like not in the house. Like I could tell. (laughs) I can tell even this morning he was like, oh, like have your coffee here. Like, Mm. no, let's like talk more. Like don't go upstairs. I'm like, come on. Like work started 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, just when I'm able to fully integrate all mm-hmm. aspects in my life, you know, like then I think I, I could think of like the boundaries of, okay, let me let me hit him with Gloria Meteorite mm. and then Hannah Meteorite and then maybe like me, my boyfriend and then and then us like all together, multiple meteorites, maybe him and my family, mm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Boundaries. No, for sure. I feel that. I've had that. I did it. Because um, I think that you gave me a really good piece of advice yesterday. Was I had already made weekend plans with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and then out of the blue, my dad was like, "Oh, like you know, as a family, like let's let's go on the golf course." And we we have yet to do that, even though like we've been practicing golf for months. And, you know, I said, like, oh, I can't. I already have plans. And I think that my dad kind of felt like I was choosing my boyfriend over him when Mm. it wasn't really that at all. It was just, you know, these plans came first and I do want to spend time with you guys. And, you know, I was kind of like, how do I, like, deal with this situation? Like, I don't want, like, my dad to feel like he's being chosen he's he's second place or anything like that yeah yeah. you know second place is first loser (laughs) (laughs) um and nor did i want to like bail on plans Mm. and so julie you were like oh why don't you propose like another time that you guys can go on the golf course you know make sure that like it's known that you want to you know hang out and like Mm -hmm. play golf but this is this is just not a great time and i was like damn you know like i think it's important to kind of like take the initiative Mm -hmm. um and make sure that people are just like aware that you still care for them um yeah for me like uh, because you guys know like you know (laughs) my brain i think we need to think of a a word for like my brain and the way it thinks uh because for me my automatic response would have been like okay so for example if our friend becky was visiting and that was the plan i had Becky's only here for a weekend. Mm -hmm. So even though we have a family activity, I'm going to either make it a thing where like I hang out with Becky and our group of friends and then maybe dip a little early to do Mm -hmm. the family activity if it was something really, really big. But if what our family had in mind was like a beach day or like, you know, something that could, something that's more flexible, like I would just weigh like, I would just weigh it. Mm -hmm. That's like in my head, it would be like, okay, well, Becky's only here for a day. What is actually the the probability that I would be able to hang out with her next month. Maybe mm. not because she's not going to visit. Yeah. So it's like that for me. And even just like your significant others, I think a difficulty is 
Okay, so what, like when I'm hanging out with my boyfriend at night, right? Mm-hmm. I think, I'm like, my dad's really fine with it, but he was like, why do you guys hang out so late at night? But mm-hmm. it's because I have work. Mm-hmm. I cannot hang out. Like, I honestly could make the drive during lunchtime, but what a waste of time, right? Yeah. Like, I, we could, but that's just when we are available to see each other. So as much as I do want to hang out with my dad sometimes at night, like sometimes during that week, mm-hmm. the only time I don't have class and I'm available, like, energy wise Mm -hmm. is to hang out during that period Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah wait so do you guys like 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 talk about dating with your parents because i feel like this is like such new territory for just like my family Mm -hmm. because my sister has a boyfriend my i have a boyfriend for the first time and it's like the first time that we're having to like deal with like a lot of situations and i think it's really difficult to navigate um not only for me because i often feel like oh shit i gotta cater to everyone like it's so freaking awkward whenever my dad goes to give my boyfriend a fist bump (laughs) i'm like oh and then but i also need to be like sympathetic Mm. towards my dad because like like he has two daughters he's yeah. never had to deal with this yeah. he's adjusting oh, and he yeah. only has brothers right yeah and he only has brothers so Dang. like he he's very like protective over us and oh, so yeah yeah i think it's like you know like i'm an adult but also like i'm living under my parents roof mm-hmm. like mm. which i think is a huge factor actually yeah and why we need to nunchi ba mm-hmm. our parents oh sibling oh grandma <laughs> no it's it's just my dad pretty much <laughs> <laughs> but yeah do you guys like talk about it with your parents um i think for me i mean now yes mm. now that i'm almost 23 oh, damn. <laughs> and uh-huh. class almost, for that and almost three years yeah yeah almost dating for three years definitely now it's like a more comfortable topic i would say but when i was younger Mm. like i have two sisters who are nine and ten years older right so like mm -hmm. my sisters were out of the house by second grade and like my parents were really busy with church so like my family wasn't really the people who i would immediately go to if i like if i was sad or like was going through something or like Mm. something happened you know like that would be mostly i was more reliant on my friends Mm. but then i think after college like i don't know why but like i feel like my parents like have like had a switch when i went to college right like they didn't care about like what time i would come home like after hanging out with friends um it was just like more comfortable and like a little bit more natural i would say so autonomy yeah 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 exactly like they're giving that to me finally yeah um but i started to yeah 23 (laughs) i started to be more comfortable with them and like um compared to like my previous relationship like my high school relationship like i introduced him early on and i was like i was thinking about this and like after we started dating so we started dating in april and then in october one of my sisters is getting married right oh uh-huh. so that means like he's gonna be attending like as my date for like a huge family event oh, so i dang, think like yeah. because that was coming up too like maybe that kind of put me in a place where i had to kind of introduce him early on i wanted him to be a little bit more comfortable um and then saying early on like six months yeah early on like six months which is early on for me because Mm. in my previous relationship like he barely came over Mm. um Mm. like i that was something like i wanted to kind of keep separate 
right um, because I, I felt like I had to have this like private sphere of my life that was like not touched mm. by my parents type of thing um but I realized like introducing him earlier on has been so much easier for all of us in terms of like yeah like planning or like just them also being more comfortable with me hanging out with him too so I think that has made it a lot easier dang yeah yeah because yeah, I think that like I mean it being covid mm-hmm. I was kind of forced to introduce my boyfriend early on <laughs> not that like I feel like oh I have like no no it's not like that at all because also like he listens to this podcast so um yeah it's not like that at all but it's like it happened just very early on and like vice versa but still I can tell that like my dad is like struggling Mm -hmm. with it and I think that he just struggles with this in general Mm -hmm. because like for example like when my friends are over it's never like oh like let's all have dinner together it's like oh we'll leave you alone have mm-hmm. you know like you guys have your alone time it was never like white family like oh let's invite your friends yeah. on vacation like it was never like that and so I think that was always the boundary mm-hmm. but because my boyfriend's family is so open mm-hmm. I think it's like there's such a stark difference Mm. in the way that our families function Mm. and like maybe like our boundaries with significant others um yeah yeah that's so interesting because i would never describe my family as like a super westernized family Mm. but that's one thing like i think because my parents are so social Mm -hmm. like i mean you guys know when Mm -hmm. you guys come over (laughs) my dad like it literally feels as if you guys are over to hang out with him right like yeah. he won't leave us alone i'm like yeah. oh papa when he leave dude also like love your dad like he's <laughs> seriously he's, he's such an endearing yeah. person so knowledgeable and like i think julie you definitely get a lot of like the same features from him but like he just like wants to come in and like teach you a lesson and that seems really bad like that sounds really bad but it's like in the nicest way possible you know yeah like, like, oh do you know like about fact xyz about korea and i'm like or like no. most recently he was telling you guys about the egg drop soup remember oh yeah he told us he was gonna make this awesome soup and then he didn't make it for us <laughs> he was like oh yeah i was gonna make it for you guys but mm, psych yeah so i'm just uh, gonna invite myself for one day and then demand yeah, the this next soup. day it was really really good you so yeah I'll, I'll have it without have us next day. yeah i'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, dude tfti um, yeah what the hell but yeah, so, like, there, because you guys also know, like, I love having things at my house, like, for the girls. Mm-hmm. Like, Big things. host energy. <laughs> B-H-E. <laughs> because my mom and dad do, too. And so I remember, like, Thanksgivings and stuff like that where my cousin and my aunt and uncle would be over. Like, I had, like, a sorority friend over. And mm-hmm. then, so, okay, cur- currently what I'm doing, I'm not manipulative, I pinky promise. But um, it's more persuasive. For legal purposes. <laughs> Um, you know, like right now, I think I'm really trying to pick my parents' brains about, you know, like couples living together before marriage. And so I'll just, I'll just, that I will genuinely like Easter egg that shit. Like I will just, would like conversing, oh, blah, blah, blah. oh yeah, like they live together. Oh yeah, they live together. Eye contact? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh they like live t- together. Touchies, hara. In one room. They're not married. They're dating. Um, so I'll like, uh, so like similar to that, mm-hmm. I think in my previous relationship, I just, I was just kind of like, oh, can he come? Mm. Oh, he's going to come. Or I think honestly, I felt like actually it wasn't, can he come? I think it was more, he's coming mm-hmm. because I felt like for my age, like, you know, 21, 22, I was like, why 
shouldn't he be there or just more like why are you asking for permission yeah why am i asking for permission mm. like why am i asking can i go out to arena like can i go out to Tonko or star <laughs> night it's gonna be more like hey like i'm gonna be out i'll try to be home by this time but i'm gonna be out yeah, yeah. so similar just like okay you guys can have dinner but like he's coming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he is coming so i think that shifted a bit but yeah. i will say in the very beginning my dad couldn't say boyfriend <laughs> like legit could not say boyfriend <laughs> you know your chingu that's a namja like you know chingu as in friend that's a namja namja is boy mm-hmm. so like your friend that is your a boy, male friend my, your male friend yeah. exactly man friend is what my dad would refer yeah. to him as yeah so i, I feel totally like, get yeah you. i feel like a lot of like dads yeah dads are just like asian families i don't know my parents too like they were kind of in denial yeah in the beginning you know they'd be like oh john your friend yeah (laughs) why do you hang with john so much and i'm like i am in a relationship (laughs) with this dude like we've been dating for like you know x amount of time and by that time it's like a year and they're like still saying this like why are you saying that you know yeah but now that they have accepted it you know yeah that's good yeah so there was definitely a transition point between Mm. like can he come like you said to Mm -hmm. like he's coming oh you know and i think definitely like planting the seed definitely works yeah right yeah be like oh hanging out with john oh i'm doing this with john send Mm. a picture of me and john doing something in the family group chat by the way i'm still dating john (laughs) 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 i'm eating dinner with john (laughs) he's gonna come to our my mom's birthday dinner okay yeah yeah. him john (laughs) yeah Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Definitely getting him in their mind and, like, you know, making them think about his existence more. (laughs) Yeah. So, just planting the seed, Mm -hmm. like, normalizing it. Yes. But then I struggle with, like, finding that balance because I don't want to be talking about him all the freaking time. Mm -hmm. No, it's not not too frequent. It's frequent enough. Well, yeah frequent enough. in moderation balance yes everything in moderation oh, yes okay gotta yeah. get that perfect you can't, bite yeah yeah you can't send them a selfie yeah. of you with him at like midnight at night yeah you know? exactly that is no no oh okay. that is no bueno n- never okay so daytime activities yes it's gotta be like 2 p.m at the beach in no the no no public or like if we were in college it would be like you know, selfie of you guys at the library studying yes. together. Show or them like, that he's studious. Exactly, exactly. Or like, um, oh yeah, I'm saying for finals, and then oh look what look what John got me. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Like a care package, like that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, or wear a new piece of jewelry and like, you know, kind of show it, show it off to your mom, <laughs> and your mom like, oh, where'd you get that? <laughs> he gave it to me. My boy mm. gave it to me. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? You know what's so funny? It's like. Uh, for Christmas, my boyfriend got me a bracelet, right? And uh-huh. it's, it says uh, J Heart H, right? Uh-huh. My mom. Uh, that was Julian Hannah? No, my mom <laughs> notices it immediately and she goes, Jesus loves Hannah. <laughs> I was like, Yes. Jesus True. gave this to me. Yeah. Jesus loves me. Yes, I know. <laughs> For the Bible tells me so. I was trying to harmonize that. So to bring it back to the topic, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, I feel I feel very comfortable bringing it up to my parents. I definitely think there was a phase when like I would be, go on a date, mm-hmm. like not necessarily like with my 
current boyfriend but just like on dates Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't want to tell my like mom oh i'm going on a date i'll just be oh i'm hanging out with the friends or like Mm. or just i have an errand to run right but i guess i asked myself like why do i want to hide it Mm. why do i want to why don't i want to tell i'm just going on a date um and i think i think i feared a little bit about like what she would think about just like going on these dates from the apps and stuff but then i think i felt more comfortable once she actually started bringing it up to me first just with like oh oh so many of my friends daughters and sons like they're on the apps and blah blah they met this amazing person Mm -hmm. um and like sometimes i get surprised by how open-minded my mom is Mm. maybe you get your open-mindedness from your mom maybe everything's in moderation you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. or just like because i think like my mom used to be more of a she was never a tiger mom maybe like a helicopter mom mm-hmm. in like middle school and high school and then for me that switch you were talking about gloria was really like junior senior year of high school when she that's when i felt like i had a lot of autonomy but i would have to like uh, what's the word like c- not claim the autonomy but validate make sure i still should deserve that autonomy by getting my shit together in college but now it's just more like you know what it's your life Mm -hmm. you do whatever you want to do like and then just kind of bonding with my mom by talking about this type of stuff Mm. so i really like it that's so nice because i think i'm still trying to get to that point with my parents Mm. of like asking for the autonomy or like Mm. maybe not even asking like asserting yes Yes. Yes. that's so interesting I'm, I'm, i'm very assertive you know being that you guys are the older siblings or oldest siblings in your families, mm-hmm. like for me, I don't really experience that. Like my mm. parents have always been like, oh, we trust you. Like they were also oh. like helicopter, huh. but then they were like, because your sisters both turned out okay, like oh. we trust that you will also be doing your own thing so <sighs> that things will fall in place, right? So yeah. it's like, it's kind of nice. Damn. Man. Younger sibling person. Rachel needs to be so thankful for me. <laughs> yeah yeah older siblings they really set the path man they do they do <laughs> so awkward <laughs> <laughs> they just fist bumped without what, what's me what's up how are you <laughs> who am i who am i and also you? mr lee yeah no literally and it's not even that it's like or is a, it like like a, a momentous yeah there is just stay <laughs> He just he just shoves his arm out completely straight. Uh, yo, oh this is gonna gosh. be a new thing. That's oh, that's like maybe he's trying to like maybe it's like a power thing. Like I'll he's, like, <laughs> he's gonna put it higher. He's gonna be like, oh. <laughs> reach, <laughs> reach. Uh, uh, this is kind of random, but I want to say this because I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. What I have noticed though about my parents is my mom is very she's very independent, very like. She is a bra girl, like in today's terms. Like my mom really? is a bra girl, but my dad, honestly, I like. I think I naturally gravitate towards my mom when I talk about my relationship. But mm-hmm. I know my dad likes to hear that shit more. Like he, oh, it's no like tea way. time. It's tea time. My dad he loves, loves it. He loves it, and he like tries to give me dating advice. And I swear, it's like dating advice from like the Joseon Dynasty. And oh it's just gosh. so interesting because my dad's like, "Yeah, you need more dating advice from me." I'm like, uh-huh. "Come again? <laughs> what was that?" Interesting. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that, but I know he actually really, really likes hearing about my dates. That's so cute. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, well, well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see if I end up uh, sharing more or less. Want that unsolicited advice, actually, from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so to take out family from the equation and just to talk about boundaries in our romantic relationships, mm. what what does that entail? What does that what does that really mean? Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like I've done a lot of thinking about this because, like, I have been like so independent in my like just major in a majority of my life and so like adding another person into the mix um like with my significant other I think it's been um a lot of like reflecting and one thing that I think I noticed recently was that like I often like feel like a burden to others whether that's asking for favors or even like ranting to them about a bad day that I'm having I think that like I don't really like to share when I'm feeling down because I don't want to like dampen like I don't want to be like um a bummer like I don't want a Betty Boop like dampen the mood sorry Betty Boop (laughs) I don't know why as a kid I always used that word you did yeah I don't know why to me that's just like such a Betty Boop yeah yeah (laughs) the word boop yeah and so I think that like even in a relationship like talking and setting boundaries allows And, like, knowing that my partner has boundaries as well, like, emotional boundaries, Mm -hmm. allows me to share more freely and be more vulnerable with them. Mm Because though I know they're going to be supportive and, like, be there for me and, like, um, just provide me with whatever I need in the moment, I know at the end of the day, like, my problems are my problems and they're not going to carry that with them. Mm -hmm. And so I like to have those, like, same emotional boundaries where, like, yes, like, I will listen to you like if you want my advice and ask for my advice then I'll give it but again at the end of the day like you can share as openly and freely as you want with me Mm -hmm. because I'm not gonna make your problems my problems which is something I really used to do Mm. Mm. (laughs) that was really deep I know I was not ready for that so yeah, that's something I do. Do you feel like you're like that, Gloria? That was kind of high pitched of <clears throat> for me. <clears throat> do you feel you're like that, Gloria? Do you feel like you're like that, Gloria? Are you like that, Gloria? You sound like a news anchor. And today we have Gloria with feeling like that. Do you <laughs> feel like that, Gloria? <laughs> have you guys seen that girl on TikTok? I like where she makes everything sound like a report. We're in Hannah's room today at 3 p.m. Here we have tuning in. We have Hannah Lee as our co-host. I think I sound better than you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought Gloria was better than you. Actually, wow, wow. Excuse you. Reporting live. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. (laughs) I Gloria Kim Mm -hmm. feel Mm -hmm. that feel feelings oh congratulations (laughs) (laughs) okay take that (laughs) i don't think i've ever kind of embodied that i'm gonna take on someone else's problems oh Um, i don't i'm not entirely 100 percent on that but if my significant other tells me like a problem that they're going through Mm. i don't think like i'm like I'm burdened by that. Like, I feel empathy as in, like, I am upset because you are upset type of thing. But I'm kind of more like, okay, like, so what can we do 
to either one distract you or to help you not be so upset you know what i mean oh. like kind of i don't know i've never been the person where i'm like i'm just gonna sit here and sulk with you i could do that by myself you know what i mean oh. <laughs> like i i'm definitely like a i can be a sulker like by myself but oh. i'm not usually the type of person where i'm gonna do that for someone else like just like be there and like sulk with you if you need to do that and like that's totally fine to oh. do that by yourself but yeah like i would i don't know i guess i don't know am i like looking to be more productive in this conversation with that person i think i'm like that too now that i'm really thinking about it so remember when i had a really tough time in november mm-hmm. i had confided in you guys and maybe this is just my optimistic outlook on life like mm-hmm. i feel so happy that i had somebody i could share that with mm-hmm. like i I honestly didn't even think about if my mood like that like ruined your guys' days or nights or whatever. But for me, I feel like, yeah, I sulk alone, which Mm -hmm. I don't think is very common, but I do. And like the pace of the processing, like Mm -hmm. I remember, so this is real situation. Becky was over for a weekend, right? Mm -hmm, We had mm -hmm. met and something had happened that day. I talked to you guys about it. Um, I came home, shared with my dad what had happened at like 11 p.m. midnight, mm-hmm. and I started crying. Mm-hmm. I wrote everything out, mm-hmm. and then I was like ready to like, uh, like tackle the situation the next day. Damn. Oh. But I don't remember crying in front of you guys. Like, mm-hmm. and I w- the intention wasn't to cry in front of my dad either, but it was like I was getting so heated. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't sad. I was just getting heated, right? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, yeah, especially with my romantic partner. Mm-hmm. I think I, this is so weird to say, I find a lot of comfort that that person can tell me their problems. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, I wouldn't ever want them to think, well, also the situation is different though, because I have been in a relationship where like their negative energy really did bring me down, mm-hmm. but it was like constant. Like I'm not talking just like something happened. It's like, it's, it was constant so yeah. if something out of the blue just like a one-off happened like i do think i'm also a very i'm a loyalist and so it's like mm. helping them feel like comforting them mm. and feeling happy that they found comfort in me as their significant other mm. yeah i agree with that me too yeah because i think it's really like it it takes a lot of like courage mm-hmm. to be vulnerable yeah so- i think right now i'm really trying to figure out just what boundaries entail because what i view to be invasive mm-hmm. oh i don't know everything is so subjective like True. like you guys thought i was extroverted my boyfriend is really really extroverted so where me like he's helping me realize so many things about myself where Oh, if I feel a lot of stress, a lot of stress, meaning like there's a bunch of work stuff going on. I have a group project for school. Um, I mean, I want to create content for Prugogi, like not a B, but a a quality content, right? Mm -hmm. Uh So all of that, there's just, there's not enough hours in the day to put in the best version of Julie Mm -hmm. in all those aspects, right? Um, And so when I feel that type of stress, I want to be alone a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I want like no distraction. Mm -hmm. Let me just, let me just, let me just deal with it. Let me just deal with it, accomplish it, put it aside, like check mark, to-do list, cross it off, highlight it. Um, but he, like I would have 
I would have defined it as being invasive of the boundary. When he feels stressed, like really likes to find that comfort, reassurance, like through his close friends, mm. significant other, people that Whoa. brings him joy, mm-hmm. right? And, that, and to me, that does make sense. Right, because now with that knowledge, you're able to understand like how he needs his needs met. Yeah, because we talk a lot, right? And I was like, oh yeah, I was trying to give you space because you had blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, like that's not what I want. Mm. And I was like, oh. Oh. So. Interesting. Communicating his needs. Seriously. Yes. Dude, that's beautiful. It's great. And my significant it's benign. other always says, I don't need space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I do. <laughs> He's like, why do you need space? <laughs> I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> his secure percentage on the attachment style was so high. Oh shit. And we were talking oh. about that because it was so I think I talked about like something about space and like processing or something like that. Okay. And he's like, I don't need that. <laughs> mm. He's very much like a let's solve this right now. I'm not like that. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I, I need time. Oh, no. I need time and space. And space means like sometimes physical space too. You know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how like people are always like make sure you have like your own corner of the room? Like, like the timeout right. corner yeah where you face the wall hands yeah. up in the air <laughs> yeah 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 on your knees i'm thinking more of a comfort corner one time i had to do that because i refused to play a piano for someone's birthday <laughs> it was my a family. handbell no it was in my household <gasps> i refused to play piano for my mom's birthday or something like that and we got into an argument and then they made me stand yeah, in front of the apartment heater you know do you know what i'm talking about the one that's like a human tall no. oh my god you had What's one the- taller than this and it just like has like slits and it's a heater do you know what i'm talking about so, yes, I had to kneel there and put my hands up oh and be silent was the heater on no <laughs> What is this, a concentration camp? Oh my gosh. Dude. My parents aren't you. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I feel like as a parent, I would be like sweated out. <laughs> Sweat out the sass. Oh, I love that. That's good. I like that. Oh, I love that. Take a lap. Take a lap. <laughs> Take a lap. Maybe we'll have our kids running if they're like being a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. Take a lap. Sweat out the sass. Yeah, and then when they get to the Olympics, be like, that was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I made that. <laughs> oh my God. Good job, sweetie. <laughs> Good job, sweaty. <laughs> oh, this is great. We're going to be great parents. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but. Actually, mm-hmm. to Gloria, mm-hmm. do you like you have almost been dating for three years? Do you find that like the longer you date, the more like boundaries need to be like clearly defined, or like how do you, like how do you guys do it? I will say we are not the experts on this, mm. and very honestly, it has taken quite a while. I would say, mm. um, I think. I mean, yeah, ideally, ideally, it would be great to like set everything in the beginning, right? But I feel like realistically, 
you're not gonna like spend your first few dates going like all right what boundaries do you need from me oh you know you talk like that i don't know <laughs> she's like this what is the boundaries boundaries boundaries. relationship <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. anyways, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like whenever arguments would arise, mm-hmm. those would be the times to talk about what boundaries you guys need, oh, right? Yeah. Right. Um. So for me, I feel like communication was or is, is like a pretty big issue of mine in like my relationship because when I get upset or like mad, I just shut down and like be quiet. Oh. And so I'm just like all these thoughts in my head i'm just like trying to process it but he's like upset because i'm not talking right because if i'm not talking then we're not really getting closer to the solution right um right. which is i think is fair and like it's something that i'm like trying to work on and be better at but i feel like that was also like a boundary that i needed to kind of set right like i am kind of like built like this mm-hmm. you know <laughs> she built like this <laughs> I'm boo like this. Uh-huh. So like we're spent that. <laughs> so like I need I need space. I need space. Yeah. Um so after like this kind of heated argument a couple months ago, we kind of established that when we get like really mad, like we just say the word wasabi and then we have to pause for two minutes. Oh my gosh. Like no like, talking. That was the one so action item that came out of that big argument. But that was something that we set, and we've only used it once so far. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's nice, you know, because it's like we put in the effort together to come to this solution, and it not it may not be the solution to all of our problems, obviously. But like at least we did something, right? Oh. I love that so much. So I feel like we're getting better at communicating, and like we had like a we had an argument like recently, but. Um, it was like one of the most productive conversations, like post argument, I would say. Like, I was just like, okay, like, what do you need from me? Like, when I, you know, make you feel a certain way? Because I noticed that he started to, Ooh. he started to kind of like hold things within him that he mm-hmm. didn't want to bring up in the moment because he doesn't want to start an argument. Oh. But then and later it on, yes, it piles. And then in a later argument, he'd like bring it up. So then I, I would be oh. like, wait why are you like bringing all this stuff up right um, yeah, yeah. like why didn't you say that like in the moment but he's kind of like i don't want to like start something but then for me mm-hmm. i feel like i'd rather you say something and we can have like a medium heat conversation about it like medium fire you know like on the stove yeah right instead yeah. of like when we're in a freaking like high heat conversation and you bring this thing that does didn't need to be brought into the you know, a situation. Yeah. Like a Diablo yeah. situation. Yes, yes, Diablo. Yeah. We don't yeah. want no Diablo. We want yeah, like the Taco Bell sauce. Yeah, we want like high heat, like hot. Or mild. Or fire. Mild, mild. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mild, medium, hot. Mm. Diablo. Fire. Fire Diablo. Fire Diablo, yeah. yeah. Mm. Sauce queen over here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's something that I, love I was that. like, whoa. I, I was love like, that. this is a great conversation, John. <laughs> no, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like something I saw on TikTok that I thought was like a good learning experience was like not every argument like needs to be solved per se. <gasps> I think we saw that. Yeah, but then we all saw that. <laughs> but then everyone and like all parties involved need to feel like they've been acknowledged. So that's oh, what I've been trying to think about more, you know? Oh shoot. Like did I hear him out in the argument? Oh shoot. Well, actually, I feel like 
with, with what you just said, it would make sense for us to take our time because for me, I think the problem in one of my previous relationships mm-hmm. was that because he wanted to like get over it so quickly, I didn't feel like my feelings were being acknowledged mm-hmm. or it was more like, let's, let's solve it. Let's just solve it. Like, let's just get to a solution, which ironically, right? Like being so problem solution. No, I want to know you actually understand so that we don't have Repeat to go it. through this again, right? Yeah. So if you really understood and like acknowledged my emotions the first time on how this makes me feel, like mm-hmm. why I am this way and vice versa, just like what I did that made you feel this way or that made you react, that made me pissed off, you mm-hmm. know, like th- that's oh. just kind of the way I thought, mm-hmm. but it was again and again and again. Like that's yeah. when it is a problem. Like when you're not really addressing the the actual root Mm-hmm. of the problem then you're just putting a band-aid over it exactly you're not really pulling out the uh splinter mm-hmm. you know great analogy great analogy yep yeah yeah no i think just overall boundaries like it's important to communicate your needs and i think it's like boundaries are a part of that mm-hmm. yeah it's like establish establishing like, oh, this is something that I need from you in order to, like, maintain our relationship. And yeah. yeah. Ooh, I like that. So. Ooh, yeah. Harmony. Yes. yes. Harmony, harmonious, peacemaker, mm-hmm. communication. Yes. Yeah. Because also, I feel like I've been using this, like, phrase a lot mm-hmm. is uncommunicated expectations are premeditated disappointments. Ooh. So if you aren't telling Ooh. people what you Snap. need. Yeah, snaps for Hannah, snaps for Hannah. <laughs> like, you're going to be disappointed, and that's not really fair to them. Oh, that's so true. So, yeah. That is so I love that. True. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's applicable in all relationships. Yeah. So, well... We're going to wrap it up. Yeah. With that. Ooh, I feel like, yeah, my brain juices are flowing even more. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Gloria, for joining us. Gloria Sauce Thank Kim. Thank you for having me. Gloria Hyung Kim. Gloria Taco Connoisseur Kim. Gloria Viterbi Kim. <laughs> Gloria. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> Gloria. Everyone, Gloria Chipotle sauce. eats every portion equally, Kim. Proportions are key. Gloria Sauce is key. Gloria Tacos are key. Junior vice president in high school, Kim. <laughs> Gloria <laughs> refused to play piano and then had to stay in front of the <laughs> Heater punishment, Kim. <laughs> Gloria. You can find her on Instagram at Gloria H. Kim. Except I'm private and so I won't accept you. <laughs> just request her. And she'll still reject you. <laughs> yeah. Pugogi the musical. <laughs> and you can find me, Julie, at B-E-J-U-L-I-F-I-E-D. And me on Instagram at H-A-N-A-K-A-T-T-T. And you can find Pugogi Pod on TikTok and Instagram at Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast, and you can email us at mm-hmm. prugogipod at gmail.com. Yeah, send, send them inquiries our way. Yes, yes, get formal with it. Yes, Julie yes. likes her uh, I really corporate do. talk, so. Yes. Yeah. yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Here's a thing. We started out friends. One, two, three.
No. What? When did it start Different. going down? It didn't. It just we all literally did it in the same, same. page. Okay, you go first. Wait, One, let me. Two. Let's do this cheetah girl style. All right. In with the vocals. Five, six, seven, eight. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, I actually really want this. In with the vocals. Five, six, seven, eight. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, I just concentrate so fucking much. Dude, my voice is quivering. <laughs> I was like, Julie's gonna kill me. I'm gonna fuck up this. You got a galleria? <laughs> I I don't know this. Um, Tonight yeah. is what we're about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am so lost. Okay, okay. Good All right, bye, Cheetah Cookies. Girls. Okay, okay. Bye, Cookies. XOXO. Chola, Chola Girls. girls.